Welcome to Bite at a Time Books Behind the Story, where we answer the questions you have about your favorite classic authors. What inspired your favorite author to write their novels? What was going on in the world at the time? Follow along with us as we tell you what was happening in the world while your favorite authors wrote your favorite classics. My name is Bree Carlisle, and I love to read and wanted to share my passion with listeners like you. If you want to know what's coming next and vote on upcoming books, sign up for our newsletter at biteatatimebooks.com. Be sure to follow my show on your favorite podcast platform so you get all the new episodes. You can find most of our links in the show notes, but also our website, biteatatimebooks.com, includes all of the links for our show, including to our Patreon to support the show and YouTube, where we have special behind the narration of the episodes. We're part of the Bite at a Time Books Productions Network. If you'd also like to hear a book by the author, check out the Bite at a Time Books podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Today we'll be talking about the artistic reception of Robert Louis Stevenson. Half of Stevenson's original manuscripts are lost, including those of Treasure Island, The Black Arrow, and The Master Ballantrae. His heirs sold its papers during World War I, and many Stevenson documents were auctioned off in 1918. Stevenson was a celebrity in his own time, being admired by many other writers, including Marcel Proust, Arthur Conan Doyle, Henry James, J.M. Barrie, Rudyard Kipling, Emilio Salgari, and later Cicero Pavis, Bertolt Brecht, Ernest Hemingway, Jack London, Vladimir Nabokov, and G.K. Chesterton, who said that Stevenson seemed to pick the right word upon the point of a pen, like a man playing spilkins. Stevenson was seen for much of the 20th century as a second-class writer. He became relegated to children's literature and horror genres, condemned by literary figures such as Virginia Woolf, daughter of his early mentor Leslie Stephen, and her husband Leonard Woolf, and he was gradually excluded from the canon of literature taught in schools. His exclusion reached its nadir in the 1973 2,000-page Oxford Anthology of English Literature, where he was entirely unmentioned, and the Norton Anthology of English Literature excluded him from 1968 to 2000, first to seventh editions, including him only in the 8th edition, 2006. The late 20th century brought a reevaluation of Stevenson as an artist of great range and insight, a literary theorist, an essayist and social critic, a witness to the colonial history of the Pacific Islands, and a humanist. He was praised by Roger Lanson Green, one of the Oxford Inklings, as a writer of a consistently high level of literary skill or sheer imaginative power, and a pioneer of the age of the storytellers, along with H. Ryder Haggard. He is now evaluated as a peer of authors, such as Joseph Conrad, whom Stevenson influenced with the South Seas fiction, and Henry James with new scholarly studies and organizations devoted to him. Throughout the vicissitudes of his scholarly reception, Stevenson has remained popular worldwide, According to the Index Translationum, Stevenson is ranked the 26th most translated author in the world, ahead of Oscar Wilde and Edgar Allan Poe. On the subject of Stevenson's modern reputation, American film critic Roger Ebert wrote in 1996, I was talking to a friend the other day who said he'd never met a child who liked reading Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island. Never have I, I said. And he'd never met a child who liked reading Stevenson's Kidnapped, me neither, I said. My early exposure to both books was via the Classics Illustrated comic books. 
But I did read the books later when I was no longer a kid, and I enjoyed them enormously. Same goes for Stevenson's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. The fact is, Stevenson is a splendid writer of stories for adults, and he should be put on the same shelf with Joseph Conrad and Jack London instead of in between Winnie the Pooh and Peter Pan. Thank you for joining Bite at a Time Books behind the story today. While we answered some of the questions you have about one of your favorite classic authors, Again, my name is Brie Carlisle, and I hope you come back next time when we answer more questions about one of your favorite classic authors. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at biteatatimebooks.com. Check out the show notes or our website, biteatatimebooks.com, for the links for our show.